Jonesy and Amanda's Damn Listen. Oh, look, our next guest, we love him. He's the brilliant singer-songwriter who has more awards than shelf space. But lucky for us, the 37-time Golden Guitar winner, can you believe it, has a brand new album. We're thrilled he's with us. Troy Casadaly, hello. It is so good to hear your voice, Amanda. Oh, we haven't spoken well, for I'm ages. He, I'm here too. Oh, he gets jealous, yeah. Troy. Oh, oh Jonesy's there too, exactly. Yeah. Look, it's, it's, I haven't spoken for ages to you guys, but it's just really lovely to um, to have a chat. It's nice to be able to look at the other end of COVID finally and go, hey, mm. something good came of it. I, I wrote a record, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and also this is full of great sadness. You've, you can hear the emotion in your voice cracking when you sing about your, your late father. Oh, look, let's just have a listen to a little bit of Back on Country. You might be black, you could be white, but come and join the choir. This feeling in your belly means you're welcome at this fire. So many generations between us we can trace, flowing like a river down to our dreaming place. Oh, I got goosebumps. So good. It's beautiful, Troy. And I know that uh, your father passed away not long before. Was this song about him or the songs on the album? Oh, look, some of the songs were definitely aimed at my dad. And, um, you know, uh, losing someone like that that you normally would be visiting or getting on the phone to on a regular occurrence is pretty hard. Mm. And I think coming into, into COVID too and losing all, all the work that we had, I mean, I'm not going to whinge. Uh, you know, there were a lot more people worse off than me, but it really did put me in quite a little dark space. So I used... Uh, music, I think, to get myself out. Laurel and I went through the hardest, um, uh, like, 18 months, two and a half years of our life. Now, Amanda, you will remember a drunken call one night <laughs> when I called you for some, some marriage counselling. You know, can and, I say, well, I was hugely privileged <laughs> yeah. that you called me and you said, Laurel will listen to you, tell her how much I love her. And I thought it was yeah. beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> And the thing was, I mean, you know, I didn't really intend to call you, but it was one of those raves that I thought only Amanda Keller could be the lifeline here for the phone of friends. So you, you have you have understood that these things do come along every now and then, and, and sometimes they're worse than other times. But I used, I think, music, and, and Laurel and I actually, um, you know, I had a chance to, to reconcile a lot more during COVID too because of the fact that we had all our, our different sort of time together instead mm. of me being away on the road and not being able to fix stuff. So... Out of the the bad comes a lot of good too. And you've been touring with Midnight Oil. Oh, Jonesy! You know you've been in the crowd probably as a young bloke when they first came out with all the all the hits, and mm. we've been in a sweaty mess watching them and singing along to those choruses. Well, let me tell you, when you're 50 years old and you're standing in amongst the band in a sweaty mess, it's like being in the middle of a cyclone. It's been the biggest privilege I've had in a long time to tour with them. Their Macarada project has really just been about raising awareness to the Uluru Statement from the heart, and it's been a wonderful Did you get to dance with Pete? I did a bit of dancing with Pete. What an amazing man he is to watch. Um, I'm not even sure of his age. I know he well and truly be on to 60, but he can outdance anyone. And he even makes sure that all the stage is clear, I reckon, so there's plenty of room for him to do his thing. And he's just such an engaging singer. Mm. I, I, I realised it from when I was in the crowd as a young bloke in my, in my 20s. But when you're up close and you see how he actually really can engage an audience, and he's, he's very engaging when he's right next to you too, obviously, he's a big bloke. But an incredible message. Uh, the songs are still exactly the same as they were back in the late 70s, early 80s. 
but the message is still strong and, yeah. and everyone is still, you know, really responsive to it. And you can never accuse me not all of getting onto a bandwagon. They built the bandwagon. Oh, mate, they're the wheels. They're <laughs> I mean, the thing. See how, yeah, they, they were rolling with it well and truly before it was cool to talk about anything like mm. that. And I think the thing that has really astounded me is that there are a lot of people of, of my age that are coming now as, you know, adults and who have got grown kids, and they're saying, look, we didn't realise back in the day, a lot of the people didn't realise how political the ban was until now they go as adults and they sort of know what we have to do to make yeah. through these songs. So it's a pretty, pretty big epiphany for everyone. There it is. This is great. Well, we've got to go because Eddie Maguire's on the line. She, he wants to talk to Amanda Carroll. He's got some, <laughs> he's got some stuff he's got to... It's got some issues he's got to deal with. Right. <laughs> well, Troy, please give our love to Laurel, won't you? Look, I sure will, and it's great to talk to you both, and, and thanks for the yarn. And like I say, uh, making new music after COVID was a miracle for me, and um, to be able to write your way out of that adversity was, was truly a great experience. And Brilliant. The, the new album, The World Today, is out today. Troy Casadaly, thank you so much. See you, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Troy. Charm Nation. With Jonesy and Amanda.